Hello, and welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. This is Sarah. Join us for bookish episodes and a monthly book club pick. This is Ashley. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or go to our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. This is Jen. Check out our Teachers Pay Teachers store, our Patreon page, and our newsletter. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to support us. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hey, this is Jen. We are here today with one of our unabridged shorts. Today we are going to talk about literary characters who we think would be friends in real life. (laughs) Which we thought was a great idea in the beginning. This feels like a theme that we have these great ideas and then the follow through is rough. But anyway, before we get started, we just want to remind you to rate, subscribe and review an Apple Podcasts to help other listeners find us. And yeah. And I feel like I had somewhere brilliant to go, but I've forgotten. So now we're just going to move to our short episode. So I am going to go ahead and start. So I am pairing Wendy from Clara Lombardo's The Most Fun We Ever Had with Marianne from Sally Rooney's Normal People. And I have to say, these are two examples of contemporary realistic novels that I have absolutely loved recently. And both of them, I loved a lot more than I anticipated loving them. So Sally Rooney's Normal People, honestly, when I got it from Book of the Month Club, I thought it was going to be a romance, and it is really, really not. (laughs) But it is about an ongoing relationship between a man and a woman that has romantic elements. So that's Marianne and Connell, and it's kind of tortured. And Marianne, I think, is this charismatic woman who is making decisions that are not in her best interests always. And so I felt through the book like we were on this journey and that she would move forward with herself and her understanding of herself, and then she would start moving backward and making decisions that weren't as good for her. And Sarah's read it. Does that yes. seem like? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's so the other I know I felt suddenly very judgmental there I just want to make sure okay the other book is Claire Lombardo's the most fun we ever had and this is a family saga it's a pretty long book it was great it focuses on this couple who have this amazing marriage um Marilyn and David and they have daughters so they have Wendy Violet Liza and Grace And one daughter in particular, Wendy, I think would be good friends with Marianne. So Wendy is also, the word tortured comes to mind. She is a really brilliant woman who continues making decisions that put her in a bad place. And then she finally gets to a place where you think she's figured it out, where you think she's moving forward, and then something happens and she just falls back again. But she is also, like, I liked her so much, even though she kept doing stupid things and things that I disagreed with. And so I felt like that about both of them. So I feel like both of them are complex characters who make decisions that you just kind of want to take them and, like, shake some sense into them. But I think they would be good friends. I think they might be good for each other, hopefully. (laughs) Or or really bad for each other. I'm not sure. All right. So Sarah is going to go next. (sighs) Okay, so my pick is actually, my picks are from two YA novels. The first novel is 
Shay Earnshaw's The Wicked Deep, which I read last year and absolutely loved. This is the story of this cursed cursed town where centuries ago, three sisters were drowned and were sentenced to death and drowned because they were accused of witchcraft. And so the the legend in the story is that these three sisters come back to haunt the island where or the town the sea town where they were drowned every year at this festival thing that happens there and there is a local girl her name is penny talbot she has she is like researches this uh the, the sisters and um there's just all this there's all this mystery and magic and ghosts and um, in this book that I really like. So that's that book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second book is, I feel, again, I feel off the rails, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> You're doing great. It all makes sense. I think what okay. we haven't realized until we've gotten into these here lately is that you both have to effectively summarize the book and talk about the connection between the things within yes, the book. Yes. And that is the part that I never feel quite prepared for until I'm talking. And yeah, it's a little bit challenging. Yes. Go ahead, Sarah. So... So, so basically, let me just give a small summary, Wicked Deep. Seaside Town, Ghosts, Witches, that's, that's this book. Mm-hmm. And The Sea Witch by Sarah Henning, it's the first in, um, right now it's a duology, but I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to keep going. But the first is The Sea Witch, and this is a story of a seaside town <laughs> where... I'm hearing it again. <laughs> the main character in this book is Evie. She is her family. She comes from a family of witches. And in this town, witches are persecuted. So they keep their magic a secret. Mm -hmm. And she, but she is a powerful witch. Mm -hmm. And she, she, but she has friends and all this in the seaside town and all that. So anyway, (laughs) sorry, this is not going well. I'm trying to decide how I'm going to connect the two. However, I think that Penny from The Wicked Deep and uh, Evie from The Sea Witch, I think they would be friends because they are very close to the same age. They have some of the same problems. Their towns are both plagued by these these things that happen that are inexplicable. And the whereas with um, Penny, it's the witchcraft and the the ghosts. And with with Evie, it is the magic and being persecuted. I think that they have a lot in common and Penny would be able to understand Evie's mm-hmm. plight as a, a, a witch who is also a good person. Mm-hmm. And um, and Evie could give Penny some some insight as to why things are happening the way they that they do in her town. So. After that, <laughs> woo! I, that was I got it done. <laughs> Sarah, I thought that made a lot of sense. Yeah, even though I've read, I have not read one book, but it still made sense to me. I've so read both like of them. And I think it's a great pairing. And I love it. They are both really good. Yes. I really enjoy both, and they are quick because they're YA. All right, all right, Ashley. Okay, <laughs> I'm going for the win here. Home stretch. All right, so I. I feel like we need to tell you all that we're doing this thing where we try to record several at once. And sometimes that goes really well, and other times it gets really challenging. And the farther in we get, the harder they are. Okay, that's my confession, and here's my pairing. 
I wanted to talk about The Astonishing Color of After by Emily XR Pan. That, um, that I think I'm going to do, like Sarah did, and summarize that a little bit and then talk about the character and, and her connection. So this one, the entire story centers on Lee, the main character's loss of her mother. Her mother commits suicide at the very beginning of the story. She is a teenager. She is the rest of the story is the unpacking of that circum like of that circumstance and the aftermath of that and it's all about her connections to herself and learning more about herself her connections to her mom who struggled with mental illness and who was an amazing mother to her and who was very artistic as is Lee who Lee is extremely artistic and really loves she's a very creative person and yet she's having to deal with this horrendous circumstance and so it's all about that but then there is a lot of unpacking of her family that she did not like so her mother's parents and the relationship between her mother and father and there's a lot of I don't want to get into spoilers but there's a lot of stuff that comes out after Lee's mom dies that helps her to understand more fully herself as a person and the world around her. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I love that story. I think it is a beautiful, beautiful novel. And so I really love it. We talked about that quite a while ago on the podcast. And then I wanted to pair, so that's Lee, who is from the, Emily XR Pan's The Astonishing Color of After. And I wanted to pair that with To All the Boys I Loved Before by Jenny Han with Laura Jean. Because mm-hmm. I think that... And so large, and we talked about this one recently, so I'm not going to go a lot in depth. Some of you have seen the Netflix um, movie, which was great if you haven't seen it, even if you haven't read the series. But Laura Jean has also lost her mom much farther removed from it, but she does remember her mom. Her mom died in an accident, right? Do we know if it's an accident? Oh, shit. Cancer. No, I thought she... Well, that's a... We don't remember. Okay, so it, it's like it's, she she remembers her and she misses her, but it is much farther removed. Mm-hmm. Maybe We might get back to you about what happened. Yeah. So we're, we're on it. We'll let you guys know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think it is about connections to heritage. So I didn't say before, but Lee's mom was from Taiwan. And so she's connecting back, but Lee had never been there. And so she's connecting back to that heritage. Um, Laura Jean's mom is Korean and so when she dies her father is American but he is working hard to preserve that culture for her family and to maintain those connections for Laura Jean and her sisters Margot and Kitty and so I think all of that is really rich I also didn't talk about Lee has a really good friend who is important what is his name so she has a friend who's really important in the story and I think that similarly Laura Jean is both very close to her sisters but also has friends that she's really connected to. And those relationships are the things that pull them through these really difficult circumstances. So I think that while Lee's experience at the time that we meet her in the novel is totally focused on the loss of her mom and the depression that she suffers because of that incident, along with, you know, her own struggles and Laura Jean's is not that kind of circumstance. I think that they would be good friends because I think that they both understand 
the complexities of culture and how they are American, but they also have this heritage to other places that is important to them, but is different than it was for their own parents. And so I think that is really rich. And then also they both lost their mom at an early age. And I think that, you know, when you have those experiences, they bind you together and, and help you to have a richer relationship because you can understand something about the other person. So again, that pairing is Lee with Laura Jean, the Astonishing Color of After with Two All the Boys I've Loved Before. Very different styles yes. of books, very different stories. One is definitely like romantic comedy. The other is realistic fiction, quite heavy. Mm-hmm. But I think that both of them are hopeful. I think both of them show how girls can be grounded and brave and facing forward and making the best decisions they can in face of hard circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And just as a side note, Laura Jean's mom slipped on a uh, recently mopped floor and hit her head oh, right. and then later so it was, it was an accident it was an accident okay all right so that is the end of our short episode that i thought was going to be shorter than it was <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening and before we go i just want to remind you to find us on apple podcasts and subscribe rate and review if you would please thanks so much bye Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at UnabridgedPod or on the web at UnabridgedPod.com for a list of ways to support us. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light, and Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.